Welcome to Island Ghost Radio. I'm Mike Taylor. I'm Diane Constell. And I'm Erica Popino. Tonight, tonight on the show, we have Carmen Reed. We do? We do. Wait, she wrote us back? Do we have Carmen Reed? No. Oh, that's right. Carmen was a no-show. And we had a poll and everything, didn't we? Well, yes. It's, it, the show is getting delayed with Carmen. I'm, I'm sure she's very busy and she'll get back to us. All right. Well, in Carmen's place, we had Dan Martinez booked in December. So we called Dan, or should I say we wrote to Dan, and he agreed to come on this week. You mean Dan from Night? Dan from the New York Ghost, Ghost Hunting, Hunting Team. Team. Yay! Who's a friend of ours. I like Dan. Yes, we definitely like Dan. But before we get to Dan... <laughs> oh, no. Look at yes. Hasn't, the this, hasn't this record worn out yet? <laughs> we were supposed to do this poll <laughs> with Carmen Reed on the show. But Carmen didn't get back to us. She's a very busy lady. <laughs> Uh, the poll question was, which haunting in Connecticut do you prefer? There were two versions of a haunting in Connecticut. The 2009 theatrical release by Lionsgate and the 2002 Discovery Channel documentary. I think I've seen that one about 50 times. Oh, me too. The documentary. But when it, right. Whenever it's on, you watch uh, it. I, of course. I can't. It's I like can't Even if it's halfway it. through, you leave it on. You're like, oh, you gotta. look what's on. Yes, and we're going to talk about our feelings on that. But first, let's get to the poll results. Is this music getting a little uh, old? Yeah, yeah. I got to find different corny music. All right. 8% of the people that voted on our Island Ghost Radio website said they didn't prefer any version of A Haunting in Connecticut. They didn't like any of them. Huh. 10% said they like both. Both versions. Okay. Well, I guess if you take both of them independently, they're both good movies. But if well, you're basing them on the true story, that's a different thing. Well, I, I I'll reserve my comments till we uh till we what till we reveal our opinions. Okay. All right. At twelve percent, the 2009 theatrical release got twelve percent. Okay. Not bad. <laughs> and the winner. Do I play the music again? No. Oh. All right, I'll, I'll play different music. The winner is the 2002 Discovery Channel documentary with 70%. 70%. Yes. Yes, it got 70%. 70%. Mike, yeah. Mike, stop. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the one with the real John Zaffis in it. Right, not the fake well, actually, John Zaffis. There was a guy playing John man. Zaffis in that one too, but they did have little little blurbs with John Zaffis in it on the documentary. All right, let's get to our opinions. Diane, what would you have voted for in this? Oh, definitely the Discovery Channel documentary, movie, film, TV thing, whatever it was. Erica, what about you? Same. I probably would have gone with that as well. Yeah, how could you not? I mean, the movie was good as a movie, but 
it was just too I, sensationalistic. I didn't like the movie at all, to be honest. I thought the extras on the DVD were better than the movie. Wait, was it better than Troll 2? Oh, no. Troll 2 is a classic. If you haven't seen it, see Troll 2. Troll 2? It's classically awful. Oh, it's such a cheesy, bad horror it film. It looks like it was made by college students. In fact, I think it was. I think we act better than they do. All right. Well... Once again, it would have been nice had Carmen Reed been on the show. She'll too. be on. She's a busy She'll be lady. On. See? The audience feels bad for us. Yeah. As they should. Send pity and money. No money. <laughs> okay. Um, we did a presentation slash ghost hunt the other night at a local college here. Uh, the college w- used to be a tuberculosis hospital. So we went down there, and a bunch of students came down to watch our presentation, and we took them ghost hunting. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a good time. And we got some students to come up to share their ghost stories. And we're going to spread this out over a couple of weeks, because we got a bunch of stories. Yeah, we had a lot. Yeah, I didn't get to hear this since I had to come in late. Yes, and we're going to play three of those stories tonight. Okay. So here we go. Everybody loves a good ghost story. We're going to start off with Anna. Hello, what's your name? My name's Anna, and these aren't really my stories. They're my younger sister. She's about four now, but she tends to see ghosts. They're not scary, though. The first time um, she told my mom one day, you know, Grandma says hi. And my mom goes, Grandma? Who are you talking about? I have two grandmothers. One's dead, one's not. She goes, you know, she's like, what does she look like? That's what my mom asked her. And she goes, she was tall and skinny and had dark hair and green eyes, which is my dead grandmother. My grandmother's been dead since I'm 11. My sister's four. She's never met the woman. And at the time, she was two, and we had a picture. And she could identify my dead grandmother, but my grandfather, who's alive, and she's met several times, she called my Uncle Pat. So she could identify the dead one, but not the alive one. And another time, um, she was in bed with my mom, somewhere recent, like uh, in September. I have a cousin who died when he was 15. And it was about the time he died, and she goes, Mommy, there's somebody in your closet. Mom goes, oh, it's just Daddy. She's like, nah, it's an alien. And Mom's like, an alien? What does it look like? She's like, um, he's really tall, long legs, big blue eyes. And that's what my cousin looked like before he died. But again, my sister's never met the, uh, my cousin, and the only picture we have of him is from his shoulders upwards. She wouldn't have known he was really tall, which he was before he passed away. So I was like, okay, time for breakfast, and took her out of the room. Yeah, it was interesting hearing these stories. Um, do all New Yorkers talk to do, 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 do Long <laughs> Islanders? You skitty, mean? Scat, skitty, 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 <laughs> She's scatting, folks. Long Island scat. Do we all talk that fast? I mean, it was crowded. There was a a podium. They came up to the podium. They probably haven't done much public speaking. Some of them were nervous. So. Oh. I forget that people are nervous sometimes talking. Let's move now to Caitlin's story. Hi, I'm Caitlin. Um, Hello, Caitlin. <laughs> Do the mic. <laughs> Hi. Uh, long, like a couple months back, uh, my dad brought me to visit my grandfather at East Hillside Cemetery. Um, and he thought to bring me to another cemetery, like right nearby. So as he walks in, I'm still in the car. I get out, and I pass the gate, and all of a sudden, as I'm walking in, I feel like something's staring at me. So I'm looking around, and as I keep going forward, like, my heart, like, my chest starts getting tight, and I feel like I'm getting a heart attack. 
So I'm telling my dad, I'm like this, um, I'm going to step out for a bit. So as I'm walking um, out, I get, step outside the gate, and all of a sudden, um, the my chest like's not hurting anymore, and it stopped. Like I was um, perfectly fine. And then Queens, New York, um, there was a man that shot himself in the apartments upstairs, and my grandparents bought it. So the nursing room where the man shot him um, shot himself. Um, we were me and my sister. And, my brother were uh, sleeping um, in the ne- room next door, and as my um, as I'm sleeping, also my brother and sister wake me up, um, and we wake up and we see something white, and all of a sudden we hear a banging noise and feel like a cold chill. So we sp- like separate from each other, and it's it, it's not cold anymore. But as we go back, we look to see if there like if we had the vent there, but there was no vent. It's interesting. Interesting. Thanks for sharing. Thank you. That was an interesting story. Yes. All right, finally, let's get to Kelsey's story. Um, I'm Kelsey. Um, my little sister and I, we go to Pennsylvania every year in the summertime, and we drive past, like, this old cemetery that's right near our house. One day when we were on the way up there, my sister says, oh, don't you see the boy on the other road? And my sister saw him two more times that day. We snapped a picture, and you can see, like, the outline of his shadow. And the other story I have, I was at my um, friend's house, and he always, like, his brothers always complained about somebody being in the house. We walked, one day I was laying down in the bed, and we saw a small figure of, like, a boy in the corner of the room with really blue eyes. It was creepy because, no, like... We never saw him again after that day, but like it was just really scary because his little brothers weren't even in the house. Lots of ghosts with blue eyes. Frank Sinatra. <laughs> the ghost of Frank Sinatra. The little boy Frank Sinatra. Oh yes, it was little Frank Sinatra Jr. <laughs> little Frankie. Ah, uh, well, we thank everyone who came up. I know some people seem very nervous coming up. Yeah. And not everybody can be professional speakers like us. <laughs> <laughs> if we're professional, I hate to see what. Uh... I'm joking. Okay. All right. So speaking of thank yous, I'd like to thank the girls at Unsported at WUSB who had us on their show Saturday night to discuss ghost hunting, play our EVPs. Barbara, Donna, Denise, and Carol. I'd like to say hi to them and thank them. Can I thank somebody? Go ahead. I'd like to thank Donna LaCroix for being brave. And that's all I'm going to say about that for now. Hmm, 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 hmm. <laughs> Maybe we'll touch on that later. Uh, yeah, I think so. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Do you have the Peter the Peter Griffin version? No. You should get that. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, so let's go to a little quick uh, one-minute musical break. Interlude? An interlude. Oh, good. We'll take our interludes, and we'll be right back with Dan Martinez of Night, the New York ghost hunting team. If anybody has any interludes, that... She does need some. I need some interludes. Hook her up. Hook her. We'll be right back. (laughs) I've been called worse.
Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, hey Dan. Dan. How's it going? How Good are day. you? Hey, doing good, doing good. Welcome to the Island Ghost Radio Experience. Yes, ah, it's, it's, all right. it's like being live, only not. It's like the Jimi Hendrix experience. I can't speak tonight. And that's uh, different from what other nights? You know why? Because I haven't had a beer. Ah. That's right. You're slurring because you haven't had anything to drink. <laughs> that's going to sound good. Uh, I, I do that every every time I, you know, I'm know i doing my show, too. I, I sit there and make sure I have a beer present because <laughs> it just makes things work better. Yeah, it does. <laughs> that's you up. And beer always going. makes everything work better. Uh, yes, it does. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, Dan, it's long overdue having you on. Uh, We were supposed to have you on a while back, but uh, we had some scheduling conflicts, and you were going to be on our show in December. We were supposed to have Carmen Reed on, but she was a no-show, so we thank you Uh for, uh, for jumping in here on such short notice. Not a problem, of course. Uh, I've had that happen to me, you know, plenty of times. You know, it, it happens. Yes, Dan has his show, Voices in the Night. It's, it's Voices in the Night, right? Correct. Okay, because last week's show I said Voices of the Night. <laughs> I, I kept correcting him, but he wouldn't listen. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, yes, and Dan is the founder, you would say, or creator of the New York Ghost Hunting Team. Uh, founder is good, good enough for me. All right. Well, I'm sorry to drop this on you. I'm going to have to ask you all the questions we had set for Carmen Reed tonight. <laughs> hey, not not a problem. <laughs> so when you moved into this house in Connecticut. <laughs> Let's see now. Uh, the, only, the only house I've been to is, uh, you know, Foxwoods. That's about it. <laughs> if you want to consider that a house. Ah. <laughs> uh, no, we can, of course. Um, let's start off at the beginning. Um, did you have an experience? What got you motivated to get into the whole field? Well, to t- tell you the truth, it was an experience I had when I was about 11 years old when my grandfather had passed away. He uh, was being waked at, at the funeral home. And being, you know, being an 11-year-old, along with all my other uh, cousins, were running around the place checking things out and seeing what you can find and what you're not supposed to get into. Well... That that night, my grandfather was he was very big in, into the fire department, very well known, very popular. And that particular night, they were having the fire department service. So what had happened was, as as they got done with it, everybody filed out. All the firemen were outside having you know having a cigarette and all this. And my cousins and I were just running all over the place. And as the door opened to go outside. Standing on the steps, there was a, a couple of the guys had, you know, having a smoke real quick, and my grandfather used to smoke too. So I caught it out of the corner of my eye as the door had opened, and I knew he was, you know, in, inside in, being waked and all, but yet I saw him out there having a cigarette along with them, really? which kind of shook my head. I ran over to the door, and lo and behold, it, the other two guys that I saw that were there that I know personally now still – they were out there, but my grandfather wasn't. So hmm. ever since then, you know, I've gotten that, you know, that curiosity as to, you know, was it something I saw, you know, something that was in my mind, or did I actually see what I saw? Yeah, you wanted, and, you wanted answers. Exactly. Did and you unfortunately, ever, did you... I haven't had that type of uh, experience, you know, ever again, but I, I, would, I would absolutely love to. Yeah, I hear you. That's something, you know, it's something you don't don't forget for the rest of your life. Yeah. And, um, 
you know, people have written it off saying, saying, oh, yeah, you know, it was just a, you know, it was in your mind. You miss him and so on and so forth because my grandfather and I were very close. That's what got me into, uh, you know, in, into the fire department itself, being a volunteer and all. And, you know, I didn't know you were a volunteer just, fireman. Ah uh, yes, I'm actually in the uh, process of transferring to another department. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, I've had I've had a little time off in in between, but <laughs> getting getting back to it. Right. Well, thank you. Ah, <laughs> thank you, you for your time. <laughs> so, Dan, tell us a little bit about your team. Like we don't know, but for radio purposes, we should uh, mention to the audience. Uh, yes, we don't really know you or your team. <laughs> ah, we've never saw you guys or heard from you before, no, ever no. before. This was just like a random call. I happened to be on Skype. The next thing I know, Island Ghost is calling me. And hey, all right, yeah, I'm 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 just sitting here doing nothing. There's nothing on TV tonight. Let's do an interview. <laughs> uh, yes, well. Um, I've got nothing to say on that. <laughs> I was trying to think of something funny, but it's just not working. Maybe I need alcohol. Well, there you go. It solves all the problems, yes. let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we know Dan and his team very well. We've investigated at the Shanley Hotel. We've been to many parties together, and uh, they're a great bunch of people. We, and we spent the night with Dan. Ah, yes. Yes. Wait a minute. <laughs> Even Mike did. Wait a minute. A night- a night to remember. That was everybody what? up in the bordello. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, did it go something like that, or was I just drunk and didn't remember it? You do sound like that. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Mike, if you sound like that, I think we got some serious talking. To yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. I think I need to start on the uh, testosterone injections or something. Mm. <laughs> uh, but yes, we've investigated with Dan. Let's get back to Dan. <laughs> Let's get back to the Dan show. <laughs> Dan, tell us about your group. Okay, um, actually, when we, when we first started off about two years ago, um, we we just decided that we were going to break apart from another team and decide to start our own. We want to go in different directions. And at that particular time, there was probably about 20 of us. Um, we started, We decided to start the uh, New York Ghost Hunting Team and in, hope, in the hopes that, you know, you, you get out there, try to find the answers that you seek and try to, you know, help out your clients the best you can. Right. And, of, of course, as time goes by, the you know, teams start getting a little smaller and smaller. So we, we have 10 members right now and uh, uh-huh. eventually we uh, will be looking for more. But, Luckily, last couple of weeks has been very quiet. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> around the you know around the holidays, but um, you know we we're all ten like-minded individuals. We both have uh, believers and skeptics on our team, so we I believe we work very well together. Um, keep that open-mindedness. So if uh, one person see something in a photo or an EVP and they, they believe they have an answer for it, there's no uh, you know there, there's no controversies or anything. We we take each other. Um, you know, pretty pretty seriously with our thoughts and views, and it, it rather works out pretty well. Yeah, you got a really good group there. Oh, and you guys do too. We we have a great time with you, whether we're investigating, partying, or just hanging out together, <laughs> or or both. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't recommend doing both at the same time. <laughs> yeah, too, that that would be one heck of an investigation. Let oh me tell yeah, you. especially if we were at the if Shanley you've Hotel. If had a couple beers and you're sitting there going, "Is anybody here?" You know, who? Uh... Oh, believe me, there are people who actually investigate like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Sal told us stories. 
See that that's that's the unfortunate part. Um, you know, everybody thinks that paranormal investigators you have to be serious all the time. You you can't joke around, or you know, you, you have to be tight. You know, with, with the tie tightened up nice and tight and be uh, serious all the time. But that's it's not particularly the case. Not um, at all. Not necessarily you go on uh, investigations drunk or or whatever. But in in a way, it is it is a serious thing. But yet. If you're trying to make contact with, with, with a ghost or spirit, they're not going to want to be around somebody who's uptight and Correct. all that. They, they, want, they want somebody who would be nor- normally within their, within their living life right? As they, as they saw back then, a real down-to-earth person, um, you know, somebody who's going to uh, you know, not, not necessarily provoke because that's, that's one thing I am not in, into is uh, provocation. I, yeah. I want uh, to befriend these uh, spirits. I don't want to uh, piss them off or get them mad in any way, sure. in any way because – Yeah, they're coming out after you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just common courtesy and respect. You know, yes. they're, they're, they're people. Exactly. And uh, you got to figure it as, it as it is this way for yourself. Uh, if you're in a store or you're, you're at a party and somebody comes on to you really strong by just being a, a, a basic, you know, excuse the language, but being an ass to you. Would you want to hang out with them? Would you want to be anywhere near them or have anything to do with them? But more than likely not. Right. You know, yeah. you, if it's somebody who, who seems to be fun to be around, you're, you're more down to earth, of course, then, they, you know, then they're going to want to more or less, you know, have a conversation with you. Well, Dan, so you know uh, what, why not the same thing? You know how you could prove that? You go to a party, you walk up to somebody and say, what is your name? <laughs> what year do you believe it is? This is yeah. what Erica does at parties. <laughs> The best part is when you're at a party and you do that and they're drunk and they have no clue <laughs> and you see what kind of answers you get. Why That's is this woman type. yelling at me? <laughs> Who do you believe the president of the United States is? <laughs> Can you give us a sign are, of your presence? Are you a man or a woman? <laughs> <laughs> and, and some of them, they'll actually think and say, well, am I? Or what am I? <laughs> Does the surgery show? Uh, well could you tell us about one of your favorite investigations you've been on actually there there are two of them and one of them i I do have to say is when we were with you guys up at the shanley Uh, we had we did have a a great time with you there um that was my first time ever uh, going to the shanley and of course we we are going to be back up there again um yes we not only had a great time investigating with you guys there because even the you know Sal's place is great. It's got such a great history behind it. Um, we also had a great time afterwards at two in the morning when we were done and said, okay, you know, it's it's time to relax a little bit and that, that's how you really get to to know each other and yeah. just sit down and and, and relax talk, to maybe talk a little bit about the investigation but also talk about you know other other things not 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 necessarily paranormal. Yeah, right, definitely. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was. Uh, it's, up, a, it's a uh, great place, and he's got, you know, plenty, plenty of uh, room there just to, you know, in his main lobby, just to hang out and sit and either, whether you have a beer or you know just hang out with each other and uh, talk shop. We were up quite late that night. Well, Sal's, oh, yeah. Sal's cool too. He'll stay up with you and answer any questions, tell you stories. Mm. You know, so yeah. he just hangs with you too. So what's your sec? What's your second favorite? Uh, the second, fav- second favorite would have to be a um, 
an antique shop that uh, was one of the first investigations my team and I had ever done. Um, it was an antique shop that it is no longer open. It was on the uh, east end of Long Island here. It had a, uh, a great little history behind it. And, you know, we were trying to discover whether antique objects, or how they supposedly can, you know, bring along their energy with them. Right. One of the things we were trying to figure out was, is that actually true? Um, we did get a, a lot of pretty pretty good EVPs out of the place, and a couple, you know, we had a um, a, a sensitive psychic type with us that um, she's still with our team. She's a excellent, you know, as far as I'm concerned, she's uh, pretty precise on uh, all her feelings. Um, and does her ha- does her have a name? Oh, I'm sorry. That would be Ginny. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's our uh, our psychic medium, Ginny. She's uh, like I said, she is she is on the money with the stuff. Um, we've also had a another one that was with uh, another one that was with us, but uh, she's no longer with the team. But uh, they they were both convinced me that you know what what they feel and what they uh, what they seem to hear or see is is precise. I mean, it, it went along with the EVPs that we had gotten, and nice. I. I would recommend, uh, especially these two, to anyone. Um, I know there are a lot out there that you know you, you kind of take with a grain of salt because they they can read off of you. But right, we, we had a that that was one of our more favorite ones. And unfortunately, uh, the place has been sold. The owners cannot be contacted, and love to get back in there. Hmm. Would absolutely love to. Yeah. So what, what's your opinion on on that theory that um, you know, objects hold the energy of their past owners and Ah, that that's kind of a rough one. Yeah. Because uh, unfortunately, specific objects, say like a, a table or a chest, they don't have a basic energy to themselves in order to to hold anything. I'm th- my my thoughts are, and you know, it's just my my opinion is that the spirit itself, for some particular reason, is actually following that one particular object around because it is the only thing they have left. Right, right. Whether, not necessarily if there's any relatives left, left or whatever, they may have had a a house that they absolutely love that they put their heart and soul into while they were alive, but yet that house may not be there any longer after their death. Right. And whether or not you know they can see, you know, certain objects that are uh, you know say like oh yeah I, I remember this this is my house and this is where you know I'm gonna stay. The theory is that you know they, they can see these different things they can sense uh, you know if a house is being redone or remodeled but yet is that totally 100% true right right it, it's it's a it's a you know it's a 50 50 type of thing you, you unfortunately hope hopefully someday we'll uh, we'll actually be able to figure that out and see if it actually is true yeah 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 we don't have a uh, psychics on our team uh, it's not that we're opposed to using psychics. Uh, the problem is we haven't found anyone who's willing to do this not for money. Uh, well, anybody credible also. Yeah. Um, so I have to ask, you know, when you ha- brought psychics in, were you a little apprehensive at first? Did you think, you know, okay, how do I really know they're psychic? Well, you see, that that's one of the... I, I've done some a, a little bit of testing, and uh, I recommend this to anyone to see if it actually works. Uh, I haven't done it with Ginny yet because um, we, ju- we just haven't coincided on investigations together. She's uh, taking care of a lot of her personal things, uh, and you know, we, as as the investigations come along, you know, I could make one she can't, and, and vice versa. But this is something that I, I did in a um, in another investigation with our our previous uh, 
sensitive. We were, we were walking through a particular area um, on a one of the uh, East End libraries, and I decided to conduct a test and see how well, you know, how, how well they actually are. And I had the IR thermometer walking about 10 feet behind her, not telling her anything that's going on. This is with her permission, too. No. Now, this was not no, a rectal get... thermometer, right? Oh, no, not okay. at all. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> not Hi, at all. not one of those investigations. <laughs> Sorry, Dan, couldn't resist. <laughs> Maybe if we were investigating a doctor's office, I don't know, but, you know, hey. <laughs> but um, this is, you know, any, anybody can try this and see if it actually works. Um, I was standing about 10 feet behind her, and I just said, you know, anytime you're feeling something, just let me know. I'm not going to tell you if, temperatures change or anything like that just i'll document them and we'll keep it at that mm -hmm. so as she was walking around telling me she was saying oh I, I get these senses of the you know two children playing within this one particular area. there's two kids a boy and a girl running around chasing each other they're playing they're doing something and every time she sensed that they were there her temperature would actually drop or outer temperature would actually drop at least 10 degrees hmm. and when she said that no, they're, they're not here. You know, she was walking around. That They're not here anymore. They, they ran somewhere else. Her, te her outer temperature would actually rise again. And this is without me telling her, oh, it dropped or you know, it rose back up. I was just documenting time-wise and everything. And it worked out great because when I you – know, and this, this happened oh, for at least a, I would say a good hour and a half. Wow. And I have so many different, you know, documentations of her temperature dropping, rising, dropping, rising, and always to always to the same points too pretty much within a degree or two. Anywhere from her outer temperature being 80, I believe it was 86 degrees, would drop to uh, 74, and then it would eventually when she said they weren't there, it would rise back up. Hmm. Now, after review of nothing video-wise, nothing came up video-wise, but uh, EVP-wise – the only best one that I – this is actually the best EVP I've ever gotten was after she was saying that, we were walking out of a room and she was saying, oh, yeah, you know, the the, if, the, the air in this room feels different. It, it feels like it's a, it's not as thick as it was over there. You know, because we we I remember this. We were just coming out of this one particular room and we were following the children around. Yeah. And at that particular time, it was dead quiet. There were six investigators in, in this library altogether. There was two on the top floor. We were in the middle, and two were in the basement along with the uh, librarian herself who was in her office in the basement. And you get this child's voice saying, stop it, hmm. stop it twice. Now, there was – this was about – I believe it was about 1 o'clock in the morning. Streets were quiet. There was no children around whatsoever. The library was closed up. And like I said, it all coincided with her feeling that there were children there for one thing. There were um, – you know, just they were chasing each other, and as you know, kids normally do. Sometimes when they're chasing and playing tag, she felt like said, "Oh, I think they're playing tag or something." They're chasing each other around, and you know, kids they start they start hitting or doing something that uh, you know annoys the other one. The first one that says, "Oh, stop!" You know, stop or whatever. But she sensed that these children were about probably about four or five years old, which the voice. You know, if you listen to the voice, which um, unfortunately. I don't I gotta I'll hopefully find it on here. I don't know if it'll come up real well on my computer, but um, it it was absolutely true. I mean, it, to me, it coincided with everything that she said. We'd love so, to hear it. Yeah, I gotta see if I can actually find it. <laughs>
yeah, I have a, a a newer computer here, and I don't know where everything is. Ah. I'm not actually a computer buff, but uh, my wife is the good one at it, and she's not available right now. Ah, so. I see how that works. Well, yeah. <laughs> while you're searching for that, why don't we, if you don't mind, put mm-hmm. you on the hot seat? Oh, Go like, right like ahead. Can, like he can be on the hot seat and, and search for something at the same time. Well, that's true. <laughs> I'm actually looking at my documents right now, and I cannot find yeah, it. So uh, I will send it over to you guys. I definitely want you to hear it. It, it is a rather interesting one. It really is. Cool. Sounds good. Thanks. All right. We'll look forward to that in our next show, maybe. But, sure. Uh, but the first hot seat question, we want to ask you some questions that have been on our Island Ghost radio poll. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the first question is, what do you believe orbs are? Aha. Well, <laughs> I can tell you that in my, my own personal opinion, 99 point, I would say 99.9% of them can be explained, whether it be dust, pollen, pet dander, mm-hmm. or just, you know, maybe uh Flaky skin. <laughs> well, they say people. They do say dust is mostly human skin. Exactly. Yummy. So that's that's my personal opinion. Um, uh, a lot of the that other point zero one percent could possibly be uh, some some form of energy, whether it's maybe ball lightning or or something to that effect. But I I don't take orbs uh very seriously at all. Right. Okay. The next question. <laughs> Do you believe paranormal TV shows fake evidence? My own personal opinion? Yep. Absolutely 100% positive. Correct, I should say. I like it. <laughs> you win a brand new Buick! No. I like it. All answer. right. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I could just elaborate a little bit on that. Yes, please do. Now, Okay, without mentioning any shows or anything, but if you look, say that, oh, yeah, we go on hundreds and hundreds of investigations, okay, and every show that they put on, they're getting, like, top-notch crap. Well, put it this way. The top-notch crap they get, they're getting is absolutely crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ratings, ratings are everything. Money is the root to all evil, and a leopard never changes its spots. My three favorite sayings. Amen. Well, the audience agrees. Now, now he, here's, here's the other question. You can go or say your team, my team, went to this one particular place a thousand times. One, a thousand times exactly, and we don't get a thing. How can another team go there and say, oh, yeah, we went there you know, five times, and look at all this great stuff we've gotten. We've we seen, you know, full-body apparitions offering me, you know, or offering me a beer, offering me money, or, you know, we got <laughs> this great EP. Yeah. Why, why only particularly them? Are they, are they special? Are they a magnet? They're just like you and me. They're not a robot. But, you know, and unfortunately, that's the, uh, the way some of, some of these things go. Rate, ratings are everything. Now, let me, uh, let me ask you this question, because... I was fooled by these paranormal shows at the beginning. And did you ever believe it, and then you figured out that they were faking, or what? 
Exactly. I remember the the first time I started really noticing uh, some some of these reality paranormal shows. Um, I've always been into the documentary part, and yeah, I, I always thought since I was young, always watched everything. But when they started coming out with these more reality shows, and I remember telling my wife one day she's coming home from work. It's about no, you know, it's late at night around nine thirty or so. And I'm like, hey, you got to check out this show. This is pretty interesting, you know. And she started watching it with me, and we're like, hey, this is you know. Pretty good stuff, can you know? Really wild. Why, why don't we give it a shot and try to do something like that? Well, unfortunately, like you said, you can go to a place a thousand times and never get a thing. Yeah. But one particular group or whatever you want to call, they can go there and say, "Oh yeah, we, we've we've been here, you know, eight, twelve, fifteen hours, and look at all the stuff we got." Or even just one knock you out type of EVP or or photo or video. Right. Um, I guess you know some people are magnets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the best way to say they, it. They and really, I was saying it nicely. They really glamorize it though and make it look like it's it's so exciting. Easy, easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All those words. Yeah. When when if they showed a, a real reality show on ghost hunting, I don't think there'd be as many teams out there. Yeah, I think you have to just watch these shows and take it with a grain of salt. It's entertainment. And, and if you really believe these shows are real, you're just fooling yourself and you're being naive. Well, and I was. I was too. Uh, I, you know, I took someone's word as truth. There's a certain show that claims to always keep it real, and I bought into that. Me too. And, uh, you know, there haven't been too many signs of realness going on there, so... Well, the key, key, you know, keep the money real. That's about it. Yeah. Um, I, I could elaborate on a lot of stuff that I, I really don't. I, I can't do it right now, but we can speak about it. Uh, you know, when we're together somewhere. Um, okay. That a lot of it is due, you know, due to the money aspects and contracts and so on and so forth. Well, you know, it, it's the sad and unfortunate part. You know, keep it real. Yeah, keep it real for me. You know, not, not, yeah. not for, for everyone else out there. And unfortunately, there are a lot of um, people who follow these um, well-known groups around and and think that everything that they do is is the word of God and the way He wants to uh, do paranormal investigations. And they, you know, this is the right way and this is the wrong way. And the, these people are great and these people aren't. Who who is actually the ones to to judge who who is a good paranormal right. investigator and not? Right. I right. mean, there, there are some. I, I never like to say somebody sucks as an investigator or their team sucks. It. My, my favorite thing is educate. You know, using the word education, uneducated about the paranormal. Right. That, right. That's the unfortunate. That's a good way part. of putting it. Yeah, and yeah. I see so many of these groups that follow certain shows. Well, they they, they have a clan. Yeah, you know? they're they're like you know. It's like mafia. Yeah, mm-hmm. they. They have the banners all over their MySpace. Uh, like, find your own identity. You know, stop following others and and develop your own style. Yeah. Because that's mm-hmm. the only way we're gonna Think find for yourself. Make your own rules. Make your own team. Do do what you love and do it the way you want to do it. Yeah. Try it. Sure. If it doesn't work, try something else. Very true. I mean, uh, you know, it's just like I said, uh, cert- certain shows out there, they, they have, you know, they have set the pace and, you know, put out this equipment out there that, you know, of course, was never made for the paranormal field, but it, it works its way in there. Great. Now, did they actually start off as, you know, being legitimate, being honest? I'm, I'm sure that many of them did. Right. But yeah. it 
of course, you sign contracts and there's these little clauses and so on and so forth in there saying, oh, yeah, ratings are going down. You have to do this or, you know, you're just going to be at the bottom of the barrel again and, you know, you'll be a has-been. Well, people are going to do things in order to keep their popularity up. They're going to do things to, you know, make sure that they're still, you know, got that tight grip around everything. But they're and, in, they're know, in the spotlight, and it's but it reflects mm-hmm. on every single paranormal group out there now. Right, they, all of us who aren't yeah. famous, who are working and go investigation after investigation with no evidence to show for it, because we're keeping it real. Well, they probably mm-hmm. rationalize it that it's entertainment; they're not really hurting anyone, but they are. So they are they're they, hurting everyone they, because once the walls come tumbling down and they're exposed. Uh, we're all going to look bad. We're all going to look bad. And, very true. And there's a danger to that. You know, I'm, there's a lot of uh, places that depend on ghost hunters coming to them, you know, to stay funded. If these people are committing fraud and it's really out there in the public eye, you know, these places can go under, possibly. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, as um, I, I don't really want to elaborate on it too much, but there's a... A certain there's a certain um, show that had a, a particular person on that I, I know I, I found it from you guys uh, that you know the the truth is coming out about a lot of different things and uh, it's it's unfortunate because a lot of people who who follow these uh, television shows and believe them 100 percent they don't realize how much it, it's hurting them the field and. A lot of them are following so much that it's eventually starting to hurt their wallets because there's so much into it. And then yeah. after they realize, well, let's say, hey, you know, I just help, you know, fund fund this p- particular team because they're millionaires now. Right. I'm guilty of that. Oh, I, I, I am, too. I'm, I've, that's what opened up my eyes because I, I did spend money on going to conferences. I did spend yeah. money conferences on are good, another but... particular thing that I'll, I'll, I'll speak to you guys uh off the show about, and I, I can't really elaborate too much on that. But um, we'll talk. We'll talk. I, we'll I have coffee. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I felt betrayed. I, I felt Me like too. you know, you know, this is the money that I worked hard for. Uh, you know, for, from the job I do, I'm out there six days a week in all sorts of weather, and somebody's on, sitting on a couch collecting this money, going, <laughs> "Sucker," you know, yeah. that that makes you feel like garbage. Yeah, you know, it does. And it's horrible. Well, especially considering some groups are going around, you know, beating the drum of keeping it real. You know, uh, it's just it annoys me. And I'm sure we're going to get some hate uh, email for this. You know, the sycophants and the ass kissers who follow them religiously are probably going to snap back. And you know what? I say bring it on. I don't really care. Hey, freedom of speech. Yeah. Those are the ones. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm, I don't want to badmouth anyone or anything. But those are the people who will eventually wake up and say, you know what? They they were exactly right. Yeah. Not not you know, everyone who was trying to tell us about these type of things and say it's only the media, it's only this, it's only that. Um, eventually, that they'll they'll get the education that they need and figure it out. That say, hey, you know, the, these guys are right all the time. Why why couldn't I see that? You know that's yeah. uh, that's the unfortunate part. You know I, I want my money back for my mag, my magazines, my DVDs, my sweatshirt, <laughs> all mm-hmm. the events I went to. I want my money back. I was I was I was lied to and I was ripped off. 
Yep, and it's it's, un, it's unfortunate that um you know you, you can't do some type of class action suit, but <laughs> what are you gonna do? Well, that's why God invented eBay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So eBay. That's right. Eventually, like I said, you know, somebody else is, you know, somebody else will will get suckered like, you know, we have. Yep. Uh, that's that's what I call it being being suckered. Maybe not at first, you know, things were different, but yet nowadays, hey, yeah. money is the root of all evil. I mean, Once people all... start seeing money coming in, well, changes their mind about a lot of different things. But yeah, but there are a lot of paranormal specialists out there not the tv show people but real parapsychologists and real researchers that you really want to, to mm-hmm. see and hear them speak and they're not getting television shows well i i, I believe like uh, i think you guys have interviewed him too lloyd Auerbach. Yes, yes we love lloyd yes, yes. I, I i've had I, i've interviewed him twice and the guy is phenomenal with what he knows and he is you know it just it, anything that it, that you speak to the guy about, he's got a you know legit legitimate scientific answer for that is just you know mind blowing. And he knows everything. You mention a story, he's like, oh yes, yeah, he, he knows it. But he'll never be on TV because he's a he's not a hot twenty something year old chick. Yeah, he told us that. He says I'll never be on TV because I'm not young and good looking, <laughs> something like that. I, I, and when you do see him on these uh, documentaries, he's only on for, you know, five minutes, not even, you know. And like I said, he's uh, he's not a, a young 20-year-old 20, 20 hot-looking guy, girl, whatever it may be, you know. And these are the people you actually want to see. These yes. are the ones that need to – got to go see them at conferences and stuff, not the, mm-hmm. te- not the celebrities, you know, the real, the real ones. Exactly. Yeah, and, it's the education part. Right. And there's going to be a lot of para-celebrities that will not speak out against these shows. They're just going to follow along because, let's face it, you know, there are certain people who have TV shows who are at the top of the food chain. And if it means money for them, you know, they're going to get the crumbs coming to them. <laughs> and, it, and it's the unfortunate part that... Uh, you know, anybody that goes against them, well, guess what? You're gonna you're gonna get slammed because of the followings and because they they're just so you know overly large and popular that you know anybody that goes against somebody's favorite thing or favorite person, forget it. it's like starting an all-out war. Yeah. Yeah. Sad but true. Well, that's why we live in America and we can say what we want. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wait, what was that, Erica? Oh, okay. <laughs> I know we'll upset some people, but as Erica said, oh, there's someone who's upset now. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> just, just keeping it real. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's real. Well, eventually, somebody will be doing that. I'm positive of it. I'm positive. Oh yeah. All right. Let's. <laughs> After that 15-minute answer. <laughs> Back to the hot seat. Here's the hot seat again. Oh. Oh wait. My, my, my ass is burning after that. that is... Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, right. Here's the hot seat. Sorry. Ah, feel the flames. Uh. <laughs> Anybody got a marshmallow? <laughs> what do you believe ghosts are? Ah. Like I said, I always say it's my opinion because I, I don't like to say, oh, this is exactly what right. they are. They, right. they might differ from what you say or and, you know, any, any what anybody says. Um, but they are the – as we all know, first of all, energy doesn't really disappear. It just dissipates itself and you know just goes Changes. wherever it goes. 
um, the inner body has, you know, so so much, you know, energy to itself that when a person passes away, this energy has to go somewhere. And the energy is a product of what created it. So if, if a body's energy that has, you know, if a person has created this energy within them and it is out there after, after they uh, after they die, well... I believe, you know, I believe it is one, a once living person and the energy still has that enough power to eventually make itself or try to manifest itself into, you know, spirit of ghosts. So, right. That, that's, I don't know if you really understand, if I really made it clear as to what I was saying, I know it sounded <laughs> kind of gibberish, but yet, you know, that, that's just my, my personal opinion of what, what I feel a ghost is. Let me see if they agree. I think they do. Uh, there you go. Fighting with his sound effects. <laughs> I'm like a kid with a toy. Yeah, you are. Sorry. Can't help uh, it. Just wait, till he, just wait till he starts getting some new sound effects. Yeah, I'm oh, waiting. Yeah. <laughs> I'll incorporate them in somehow. Um, all right, let's move off the hot seat. I want to ask you, do your non-paranormal friends and family think you're nuts for doing this? Um, Some of them do, uh, but other others are very intrigued by it but they're still very afraid by it um the people that 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 do know what, what i do um you know at it say out of work or out of uh you know within my family they they always have a story to relate somehow and when you ask them you know well do you believe and you know oh yeah yeah you know there's got to be something out there and they're, they're always very receptive to it but i do have you know friends and you know, even some relatives that are at, they're absolutely like, you're, you're nuts. <laughs> Once we go, that's it. You're in blackness, you know, right. darkness or whatever you want to call it. Um, do we all actually know that? Well, not exactly. So how, how can you say, you know, that that's not keeping an open mind. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, everybody has the right to believe what they want to believe in. But yet um, just keep, keep that open mindedness. Right. Dan, no, Danny, not. are you walking around your house right now? Yeah, yes, I am. How do you know that? <laughs> okay, we're getting uh, some breaking <laughs> up. Every once in a while, you break up, and then I, and then oh. I picture you walking back to where you were, mm-hmm. and it comes in, and then you leave again, and it breaks up. Ah, so I'm sorry about go that. Back. I, That's right. it, the, the, <laughs> go the back. The beauty of a wireless headset. Go to the I light, Dan. Where, I can walk all over the place. It's great. <laughs> 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 I, feel, I feel like you know an uncaged lion because I, I used to when I first you know started even doing radio you know two years ago I just had it where I plugged into the computer and I was like a dog on a leash yeah you know you sit there and you say oh there's something on the you know table I need to get and you look and you're going damn I got six feet how the hell and the thing is like nine feet away how the hell am I gonna get it you know you're, you're actually you know trying to reach over with your feet knock it off the table and now this ain't working either so <laughs> had to get the wireless. So Dan, have you ever been afraid? I mean, in the paranormal? <laughs> uh, to, to tell you the truth, not really. Um, I have never actually been on an investigation where I've felt afraid of, you know, spirits or anything. I, I've been in some houses where I was a little afraid to touch anything because of, uh, you know, the cleanliness or, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> but um, I, honestly, I, I have to say uh, no to that. You mentioned, uh, you know, your admiration for Lloyd Auerbach before. Who else in the paranormal field do you admire? Oh, there are a few. Um, I one of my one of my. Uh, I, mean, I mean, beside author. beside me, Dan. Uh, <laughs> oh, you 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 are number one. Let me tell. You. Erica is number one. <laughs> Erica will send you that check. <laughs> but, um, hey, if um, yeah, for 
I, I like going for the people who actually do keep it real, um, people who, who actually do the educational part of it, people who actually do the research. Um, say, for instance, so one, one of my favorite authors um, is, um, you know, of course, you, you had your, um, you know, Jeff Ballinger. He's he's the guy. Guy is unbelievable with some of the stuff he writes. Uh, a lot of great stories and different things. Uh, uh-huh. Brad Steiger, uh, or of course Lloyd, um, and one of the first paranormal books I ever really bought that uh really intrigued me with, with, with story wise was um dennis william hauck uh you know what was the i don't even remember what the book was called <laughs> that's how bad it is um uh well i have no, to it, i have to agree with you on the people who are keeping it real I, I do admire the people who do the investigations and spend the time to sit and meticulously review and re-review i think those are the true heroes of the paranormal field mm-hmm. not just uh you know i know i'm getting it sounds like i'm getting a lot of feedback but i haven't moved oh. since you guys said something to me i've been sitting in my chair Uh-oh. Here, so. <laughs> are you being kidnapped by aliens <laughs> we just did a show about aliens so it could could very well be maybe it's the government trying to tap in now and saying okay you know this guy said something we didn't like let's screw with him yeah <laughs> Hey, you never know. Ah, exactly. That's why uh, you know I'm sure they can tap into everything we're saying right now. Dan, are there any locations that make your dream list for investigations? Oh, there are many. Um, not only necessarily here in the uh, in the U.S., but also overseas. Um, for some reason, uh, the the Borley Rectory, uh, Raynham Hall, out in. Uh, uh, over in England, uh, there's so many, or anything actually in Ireland, any of them old castles, that would be my actual dream investigations, to do one of them and actually come up with, with great evidence. Yeah, that would that, be a lot of fun. That would be it for me. Well, we're, we'll have to do that. We'll have to plan a, a multi-team trip. and <laughs> We'll have to break into the Tower of London or something. Hmm. That that would be a place that I'm, I'm sure has you know I know it has a great history behind it, but there has to be some you know some awesome energy left behind with all, all the tragedies and everything that's gone on there. So well, when I was there, I spoke to one of the what are they called beef eaters, and they actually live on the property with their families. And this guy had a ghost in his house. His wife swore that there was a child there. So hmm. there are lots of ghosts there. Hmm. Do do beef, do beef eaters actually eat beef? <laughs> I'm sure. Okay. They're in England. They uh, love their beef. Are there any vegan beef eaters? <laughs> <laughs> that's a conundrum. You know, that, that's an oxy, you know, not an oxymoron, but that, that's a contradictory. I'm a, <laughs> oh, I'm a beef eater, but, you know, yet, uh, just give me those green vegetables over there and I'll be happy. <laughs> uh, Dan, last question. Uh, do you ever think we'll find a piece of this puzzle? That we'll have a breakthrough in our lifetime? Well, uh, the, we can actually hope and pray that it, it will come. I mean, we, we've taken so many steps from, say, 10 years ago of uh, what, what the paranormal once was and the different type of equipment that is being constantly, uh, you know, developed and, and so on. Uh, there's got to be a... Uh, the, there's got to be something within, I would say, within the next 10 years that is actually going to hopefully come out and pop out. Hmm. I mean, there's, uh, 
like I said, 10, 10, 15 years ago even, what was really out there equipment-wise, what was out there, uh, you know, just investigation-wise, and look what it is today. It's yeah. it's a, it's a almost a 100% turnaround in comparison to what it was. Yeah, that's true. Um, I hope you're right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's so all I can I. say. <laughs> I mean, you look at it and you, you see the the equipment that's out there right now. Fifteen years ago, who who would have really thought of a, an EMF meter or a K2 meter or, you know, even just say development of um, digital voice recorders in, in comparison to analog? Right. You know, it just just modern technology and how it, it's going to change within it could be, you know, next year the, the greatest invention for paranormal investigations could come out. One never knows. Right. It was it was actually about 10 years ago when digital voice recorders, you know, the most you could record on them for probably about an hour. Now you've mm-hmm. got digital recorders that can go, for, you know, longer than the batteries can last. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, so, the, the one I the one I have, um, which I, I actually push Olympus a lot. That that thing can go at on on its on its lowest setting. I think it's 64, 64 hours. Wow. Yeah. It, it's crazy, but the battery pipe it won't last that long. But yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the downside. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the unfortunate part. But you know, they, they don't really have them where you can actually plug them up and keep them to a a, a constant. Uh, constant you know, AC flow, but yeah. what are you going to do? Maybe maybe eventually. Eventually. Well, Dan, we're out of time here, but I want to encourage everyone to check out your show, Voices in the Night, on Blog Talk Radio. Where can they where can they find it? Okay, just uh, uh, on Blog Talk, you, you can just punch in uh, www.blogtalkradio.com slash voices slash in slash the slash night. I know all slashes, but that's what they gave me, and it annoys them. <laughs> and it's night and what I N- put in. <laughs> and it's night oh, yeah. NYGHT, right? Correct. Yes. You got it. And if you're on the island and you need an investigation, this is a great team. And they can uh, be found at nightteam.com, right? You got it. That's, that's the other one. And uh, of course, you know, we, we do have some. Uh, Know, some photos, some some evidence up on our site. We really don't like putting up too much because, um, you know, the confidentiality clauses, and we we do have to get permission from from these people to put it up. But right. uh, you know, we do have some very interesting uh, photos that we have um, debunked, or actually, I don't like to use the word debunk. Uh, you know, use natural plausible causes. Right. Because uh, to to me, debunk means uh, you know. Me, basically making somebody look like a fool yeah it's kind of insulting it's like you know we debunked what you were claiming you know as if they were lying or you know setting it up i hear you but (laughs) we're out of time and uh do you have anything coming up you want to plug real quick or did Uh, we basically cover it really it's been very quiet so we are planning on doing something which uh, of course I will speak to you guys eventually about once we get everything all set uh, you guys will be invited along as well but we are working for a um, a pretty decent sized event coming up in early 2010 Uh, still working on the details and trying to speak with the the particular location in order to get uh, permission to use it but it it could be uh, could be pretty interesting Awesome. Cool. Awesome. All right, Dan, hang on the line, and we're just going to say goodnight to everyone, and we'll be back soon. Hey.
Excellent. I think it's the first time where we've ever said goodnight to our audience. Usually we just go out with the music. <laughs> well, and... What if they're listening during the day? Good night, good day, good afternoon, and good morning. Yes. Take care, folks. <laughs>